Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Bible says that it is in Him that we live and move and have our very being. Thank you, Lord. Those here, those online, let's pray and thank God for His goodness, His mercies. Let's give Him the praise. We slept and we awoke because the Lord sustained us. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His goodness. Thank God for His love. Thank God for all that he has done for us and continues to do. Thank God in the midst of the chaos, the confusion. Keep your eyes on Jesus this morning. Take your eyes off of any circumstance and fix it on the Lord Jesus Christ and give him the praise. Give him the glory. Thank God. Thank God. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is none like our God. There is none that we can compare with him. Worship him and give him the praise. Give him the glory. Thank God for all that he has done, all that he continues to do. There is none like our God. There is none that we can compare with our God. We can set throughout the whole universe. We will not find any like our God. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, glory be to the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you so much for the Lord Jesus Christ, the best gift that you had and you give him to us, your only one and begotten son. And thank you, O God, for the mighty Holy Spirit that indwells us and empowers us to live for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, talk to the Lord and say, Lord, even as we hear your word this morning, speak to me personally. Speak to me as an individual in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, those here, those online, those that will watch on TV. We pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the hopeless find hope. Let the lost find the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the sick be healed. Let the oppressed go free. Anyone at the point of despair, we pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You lift them up today, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Transform us by the entrance of your word and help us to keep our eyes on you in these days and times and help us to not to be just hearers of the word of God, but doers of the word of God, receiving the benefit thereof. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Take your seats, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Welcome into God's presence today and join me in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. If you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, please stop by and thank you for all those uh, sending in your prayer requests and testimonies. Please keep them coming. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. Okay, so last week we started talking about how to thrive uh, during an economic crisis. So you go to the, um, the store, uh, one item that you used to buy this price, the next time you go, it's gone up. You go to the gas pump, something has changed. Oh, why are you going to make, how are we going to make it in these days and times? The news coming from all over the world is impacting every, every I mean, Ukraine and the Eastern Europe is impacting things. And this is where you live. You live every day like that. You see you th things happen. But you see, and you're talking about Ukraine. Let's continue to keep them in prayer. We're already getting reports, good reports uh, from some of the pastors there saying, we are doing all right. And you are doing all right in the midst of others. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God give you peace. Amen. Amen. 
So let's continue to pray for them, for God's protection and for his, for his mercy and goodness to be revealed in the midst of all of this. Amen. All right, so let's continue along those lines. Uh, let's go a step further here. Um, we discovered in Genesis, he talks about the fact that money failed. And the people came to Joseph and they said, yeah, I mean, the, the land is gone, our resources are gone, now just buy us. But in the midst of it, Joseph had wisdom. And then we discovered also uh, that in, in, the book of second, in the book of Kings, Second Kings, got, it got so bad um, that they were actually, in the Second Kings chapter 6, verse 20, 25, there was a great farming. So we are saying that farming and hard times, uh, they are not new. It got to the point that they were selling a donkey's head for more than the price that they even sold the Lord Jesus Christ. And birds dropping uh, was something they were actually competing for. It became protein. So we are saying that people are still driving around. This one is not that serious. <laughs> Amen. And God saw them through and God will see us through. Amen. People were boiling their children for food. So farming, hard times, economic crisis are not new. But it's how we respond to it is what makes all the difference. Amen. And we serve a good God, and when we cooperate with him, we will see his goodness and his hand in our lives in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. All right, so turn your Bibles with me, if you please. Let's look at another instance here and how this woman responded. Second Kings chapter 7. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 8. Thank you, Lord. Second Kings 17. Second Kings 17, verse 8. He says, Thank you, Lord. First Kings 17, 8. I'll get it right. First Kings 17, 8. <laughs> He says, then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your, in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of steaks, that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Notice this. Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make a small cake from it first, and bring it to me, and afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and her and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. Amen. So Elijah, with all that was going on, if you read the very first verse and the second verse, he goes to Ahab and says, now look, there is not going to be any rain or dew 
uh, except according to my word. And what he didn't realize, or maybe he hadn't thought about it, but he didn't realize that when he says that, he's also living in the land, he's going to be impacted. <laughs> so he made that statement, uh, the word of the Lord, declared the word of the Lord. He says, according to my word, in fact, I'm locking the heavens and it will not be open unless I speak the word of God, unless I speak the word. And then God directed him to go to the brook, and when he went, uh, God sustained him. But after a while, the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, go to this widow. And you see, sometimes in the Bible, uh, this, is, this, this, this is not the main point, but sometimes in the Bible, uh, you are identified with the problem that you have. After thousands of years, we still call her the, the widow of Zarephath. Think about it. At one time, uh, in, in, the book, in, in, in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, the Bible said that there was this Syrian, uh, this Naaman. Uh, he was great. He was a, a captain, commander of the Syrian army, but he was a leper. He got delivered, but we still call him Naaman the leper. <laughs> Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood. When she touched the hermit of the covenant of Jesus, she was healed. But when we are preaching and sharing gospel, we call her the woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> Sometimes you get identified with the problem that you have. Sometimes the issue might not even be a, a financial issue. But I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever issue you are identified with, by the word of the Lord, may you be delivered in Jesus' mighty name. I said, may you be delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It might be a health issue. It might be so many issues, complex issues of life with your children. Your, your, I mean, whatever the case might be, I know a God who has a solution, and he will come through for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this woman, Elisha shows up and says, look, here is something that can help you. There is a famine in the land. There is a situation going on, uh, but this is the way that you can come out. As he came, he goes and says, please, bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. drink. So he starts with something very little, something that she can do. And then she, she goes and brings it. Then he goes a step further and she says, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And the woman said, Man of God, <laughs> I, oh, this is all that we have. And we are planning to eat this meal. And after we eat this meal, uh, we are planning to die. Somebody will have responded and said, Prophet, where did the Spirit of God pass to tell you this is the last that we have? Are you not aware that there is a famine in the land? No rain has come down. And we are, this is the last that we have. We are preparing to eat it, my son, and we are preparing for death. Somebody might say, this prophet is a wicked prophet. You are not being considerate to this widow person. You are going to take the last meal that she has. You see, to really make it, make it, notice the statement he made. 
verse 13, and Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first. So the first thing is, in times of economic hardship and difficulties, put God first. Always have a God first mentality. God comes first before everything else. Make for me first. Because so many times there is the tendency to think about yourself first before God or even sometimes before the other person. Make for me first. This may be your last meal that you are considering, but as the, way, as the Lord God lives, this thing will not fail. We serve a good God. How many of us know that God knows what he's doing? <laughs> if you haven't discovered that yet, uh, sooner or later you will discover, God knows what he's doing. And when he asks you for something, uh, he, he knows exactly what he's doing. You see, we've been talking about wisdom lately. The wisdom of God is higher than the wisdom of the world. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. The second thing is, he, the first, actually, the first thing he said to her was, do not fear. When you turn on the news, there's a temptation for you to be in fear. But in times of crisis, God is saying to you this morning, do not fear. You see, fear is the opposite of faith. And when you fear, you can make wrong decisions. Do not fear. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that in these days and times, may you keep your eyes on the Lord. Do not fear. Don't make panic decisions. Put your trust and your confidence in the Lord. Fear can cripple you. Fear can cause you to make bad decisions. Oh, but I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will keep your eyes on the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. May you keep your eyes on the Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, sometimes most people are, are sometimes we are, we are victims of fear. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 29 verse 25 that the fear of man brings a snare. Fear opens the door to the enemy the same way that faith opens a door for God to move in our lives. The fear of man brings a snare. Job, one time in Job chapter 3, verse 25, he made a statement uh, in Job chapter 3, verse 25. Notice what he says. He said, For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. The thing that he feared opened the door, and he said, That's exactly what happened to me. Fear of financial lack, fear concerning your health, fear concerning your children, or any area of your life. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you be delivered 
from fear, from the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. For the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. 2 Timothy chapter 1, notice that 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. May you not walk in fear in the name of the Lord Jesus. May you keep your eyes on the Lord. Because if this woman looks at what she has, from the natural standpoint, and begins to be afraid and walk in fear, she will not obey the word of the Lord. She will make the wrong decision and she will make the wrong step. Fear concerning investment from the natural standpoint can cause you to make a wrong step. In times of crisis, do not let fear overwhelm you. God is saying to you this morning, do not fear. The crisis in the world, I mean in Ukraine, parts of the world, can cause you to be afraid. You can even be in more torment than some of the people in the line of fire. I pray in the name of Jesus, may you keep your eyes on God in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then, three, don't stop giving or living a lifestyle of giving. Continue to give and be faithful in the giving of your tithes and your offerings. And giving to the poor and to missions and, 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 and all these things. Because there's a temptation to say, oh, uh, look, because of what is going on, I'm going to pull back and redraw on my giving lifestyle of giving and generosity. Because the last time I went to the pump, it was this. The last time I go is this. <laughs> so I'm going to redraw from my lifestyle of giving and generosity. Will this woman have made, she and her son, would they have made it if she did not obey the word of the Lord? No, she wouldn't. When you read the Bible, these were the people in the Bible. When it's me, I, maybe I, I, I'll have done the same, but when you are in, if you were in her shoes, it's not an easy decision. But the truth of the matter is, if you keep the little, it's not going to sustain you throughout the whole farming. You might as well cast yourself on the message of God. <laughs> That's a better option. When you always have a choice and a decision, always choose God. Always. Always choose God. And as you choose God, he will always come through for you. I said God will always come through for you. I said God will always come through for you. I said, God will always come through for you. I said, God will always come through for you. We serve a good God. Single, mother, married, anyone. 
You see, God cares about each and every one of us. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that this morning, may the love of God be revealed to you. In Matthew chapter 6, he says that he cares about the birds of the air, the lilies in the field. He's saying that Solomon with all his riches and glory was not arrayed like the, the, the lily. How much more you? Will he not clothe you, O you of little faith? May you get a revelation of the love of God. Does God love grass more than you? The birds of the air? He loves you and he cares about you. But the thing is, we must be willing to obey the Lord and be willing to walk with the Lord. Never let go of your lifestyle of giving and generosity. It will make all the difference in these, in these days and times. Sometimes you say, I'm going to wait uh, till things get better. No, no, no. We talked about this last week. Start right from where you are. He told Abraham, right from where you are. Jacob on his way. Before, he didn't have anything. All he had was a staff. And that night he was sleeping on a pillow. But that night, he said, Lord, if you will keep me on this journey, if you will be with me as I'm going, Right from where, where he was. He said, Lord, I will give you a tent. Right from where you are. You can start. And say, Lord, I'm going to start from this moment. First, I give you my life. And everything that you, you give me. The, the truth of the matter, we'll be talking about this also. None of us came into this world with anything. Who came here with a suitcase? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and we will not live with anything. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. So while we are here, the Bible says that the resources that he has given us we are to use it in the Amplified Version, the beginning when he created Adam and Eve. He says, use the resources in the service of God and in the service of mankind. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. First, give your life to the Lord. Give your life totally to the Lord. And yield your life to him. Sometimes a lot of the issues, sometimes in marriage, it stems from, from, from finances. I pray whatever crisis you may be in, may the Lord deliver you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, may the Lord deliver you in the name of the Lord Jesus. My wife and I, I mean, when we got married, uh, everything we had, it, we have a common bank account. But we decided right from where we were, we started with nothing, zero. When we got married, we gave all our wedding gifts away. And then three months later, we're on a plane here. We came with nothing. Just, we, we humorously say, $1,000 and two suitcases and a pregnant Joshua. <laughs> or Joshua in the womb. 
But right from there, he said, Lord, whatever comes, the tent belongs to you. And all these years have come, and I can testify to you that the Lord has been faithful. The crisis may come, crisis may go, but the Lord is a faithful God. And we serve a faithful God. And I'm looking, I'm, I may be watching on, online, on TV, or you may be here, wherever. I, you, may, you, you may be asking yourself, Lord, how do I survive and thrive in this season so that I'm not only blessed, but I'm a blessing to others? Look to the Lord. Look to the Lord. And the last thing is, expect miracle. Expect the blessing of the Lord. When she obeyed, the word of the Lord. The Bible says she and her household, they continued for many days. The margin of the Bible says a whole year. The thing did not fail. God will not fail you. I said God will not fail you. I said God will not fail you. God will come through for you. In the midst of famine, in the midst of crisis, the people who remain faithful to God will always be taken care of. God will take care of you. I said, God will take care of you. Amen. I said, God will take care of you. Amen. I said, God will take care of you. Amen. I said, God will take care of you. Amen. I said, God will take care of you. Amen. Don't be afraid. God is not dead. He's not asleep. This is never sleep nor slumber. No, no, no. He's, he's alive. One time during World War II, a certain, a certain woman, when they were bombing Britain, um, the, the, I mean, the shells and all those things, the sound of war was all around, and they would call them to go to the shelter. When they made the call, one night, I mean, she didn't go, and she was sleeping where she normally sleeps. And uh, the next day, the people asked them, they said, uh, what happened to you? I mean, we didn't see you in, in the shelter. And she was a British, so I, <laughs> speaking in a British accent, I tried to do my best with that. <laughs> but she said... <laughs> Me, God, me and God, God, God never sleeps nor slumber. So I decided that one of us is going to have to go to sleep. <laughs> so I just talked to him, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to sleep. You staying awake, it won't change anything. Worrying about the bills coming up won't change anything. One of us is going to have to go to sleep. And it's certainly not God. It has, it has to be one of us. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. But God will take care of you. I said God will take care of you. In Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.